0: Hello everybody and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. The Beast of Bluebell Hill has been around in the UK since the 1500s. In one farm or another, when a mysterious creature was spotted near Boxley and it was reported by the villagers and stockmen there. Now on August the 5th of 2009, a sheep was killed not far from Bluebell Hill at a farm which had never in 40 years suffered a sheep loss until then. In the area there was two piles of fresh excrement we discovered next to the content of the sheep's gut which had been digested and a few yards away the eaten and cleanly brass remains of a sheep and it has sparked a number of rumours that the beast of Bluebell Hill is back. So I had a look at the area and thought I'll have a see what other reports around there and the River Medway flows that way and if you follow the River Medway you come across a number of reports and um, the Kit's Coat giant ape man in the 1940s now I was contacted by a YouTube user who was watching a video an account had released on the 2017 account on the Medway and the video triggered a memory that she'd been told by her mother who had a school friend when much younger who had witnessed a similar hairy creature, which she called the Giant Hairy Ape Man. Now, I remember my mother telling me this story about a school outing, where a young girl saw something very strange that scared her. So, when I heard your online accounts from the people who lived around the Medway, I thought you may find my mum's story of interest. My mother grew up around Bluebell Hill in the 1930s and 40s. And she told me that her class had been taken on a nature walk on a school outing to Kitts Barrow, an ancient barrow in the south east of England. Now the day went well and they were busy collecting plants when one little girl started screaming and pointed to the woods surrounding the field. When asked, the young girl explained she had seen a giant ape man in the trees and it was watching the girls from the wood. Of course the teachers got the girls together and walked them back to school promptly now the girl who had seen the creature was very badly shaken and she didn't intend school for a week or more and i had a look back and around the 1940s when the war was on lots and lots of children went out into the rural areas and they would pick natural plants for medicines and food, to be honest, because there was such a food shortage on. And they would do that on school trips. And I think that's what was happening that day. Now, still in the 1940s, we have the Kent Werewolf. Now, Pat Shirley recounted her grandmother's experience whilst picnicking in an area of woodland on the east coast of England in the 1940s. Pat's grandmother had seen a huge animal that looked like something straight out of an American werewolf in London. And in the incident, the beast had what was described as flaming red hair all over it. The lady described it and she said it possessed a pair of huge and powerful jaws. Again, it was only seen for a moment or two before quickly vanishing into the trees. Now the Billingham Hill wild man happened in 1961. And there was two girls walking from school and they reported seeing a large hairy figure running into nearby woods. The girls also said the animal was hair-covered, and it was completely covered with a very unmistakable tail. Now, the creature made off into the woodland. Two years later, we have the very strange event of the Batman of Kent, and that happened in November of 1963. A report was made by four horrified high- eyewitnesses would explain that an erratic, shambling, quasi eyed figure emerged from the woods and waddled towards them. The beast apparently looked like a headless bat that was approximately five feet tall, with large webbed feet and wings protruding from its back. In one witness's own words, it didn't seem to have any head. There were huge wings on its back, like bat wings. Now there were footprints found in the area and there was reports of an actual light in the sky and then a craft that was over one of the local parks in Kent just before this creature was sighted. And there was a number of geologists over the years that have been back and forward to the place and tried to kind of work out what happened that day. But there were more than just the four witnesses, there were other witnesses out there. Now the Walder Slade Ape Man happened in the 1970s. And a female witness named Maureen Bond had a sighting when she was 18. She was with her boyfriend in a rural area when the unspeakable happened to her. It was late at night in some local woods. They were sitting there chatting, as normal couples do. Maureen's boyfriend decided to light a fire. As he was doing so, Maureen became aware that something was watching them. She looked up and just a few feet from them, Maureen saw two glowing eyes. As Maureen looked more closely, she saw that the eyes belonged to a large, tall, bipedal creature that was covered head-to-toe in hair. It stood a couple of feet above her height, so she estimated the being to be in the seven-foot region. Now she watched the creature, and she was so full of fear she didn't dare alert her boyfriend to it. She then watched transfixed as the hairy creature stepped back into the foliage, concealing itself and blending in with the undergrowth. Despite it disappearing from view, Maureen knew that it was still there, and it was still watching them. It was just keeping itself hidden in the bushes. She decided not to tell her boyfriend, in fear that he may pursue the thing. So she sat quietly with him, and told him she wanted to leave, and she didn't give him a reason. Now Maureen Bond never spoke of what she saw that night for around 30 years, but she never forgot it. She would co- constantly question herself on what she saw, believing that she may have seen a devil that fateful night. Now, the Seven Oaks sighting in 1978 and 1987. Now, this witness account was taken from Jay Smith in October of 1978, and he said, I lived in Seven Oaks, Kent at the time, in a street with a series of houses which was laid out in an oval. And the street itself has around 40 houses or so. And then the fields to the left and lots of countryside. I I guess you would say I lived on the very outskirts of town. I was ten at the time and it was a Sunday night and I was waiting to watch how the west was won. It was pretty cloudy and foggy and it was very still I can remember. I went into the kitchen to make a cup of tea and as I was waiting the windows were steamed up because we had the old-fashioned windows and with the metal frames. And as the kettle was boiling, it would steam up the windows with condensation. And I waited in the kitchen for the kettle to finish boiling. And out of the corner of my eye, I realized a face had appeared in the bottom pane of the window. At first, I thought it was just my reflection. And then I looked again closely. This time, the face pressed itself hard against the window. It was a sort of chimp and human style face it was sat, uh, It was youngish, I would say. I pretended I didn't see it, but I was absolutely terrified. I left the room and I sat down motionless. I couldn't say a word, so I decided to draw it, and I did so straight away. As an addition to this, the face resembled that of a chimp. It had a, snot, a short snout, it had black and brown eyes, with human-type hair everywhere. Now, the second encounter happened in my late teens, in my early 20s, in 1987. And we'd all go up to an area called One Tree Hill, and it had a bench on it. And for about 200 yards, it was clear right the way to the ridge. So one particular night, which was clear, but a little cold, my friend and I arrived ahead of the other party to get the fire started. When we parked the car and made our way back to the bench, which was about a five-minute walk or so, My friend started gathering wood from the left side and I started from the right. About 10 minutes in, I heard a very deep growl. I dismissed it as cows or sheep from the valley below. But then a couple of minutes later, I heard it again. And this time it was deeper and more defined. Whatever it was, it was on my side and coming my way. It had a real depth to it. It gave the impression it was of significant size. I placed my firewood on the fire and at the same time my friends joined me. Just as he did, so the grunt sounded again. This time it was a matter of yards away and very loud. I looked at my friend and my friend looked at me and we both said, run. As I ran, I looked back and I caught a glimpse of a bipedal figure illuminated from the tree line and it was huge. Now the next day, less than a mile and a half from the area, there was a lorry driver driving through a remote road and he said that he nearly hit an orangutan at 6.30am in the morning. The driver stated that it was orangey-red in colour. This made the local newspapers that same week. I just stayed silent and I didn't tell anyone. The Bluebell Hill Gorilla
1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: The 1990s. And the report was made of a large hairy beast thought to be by the witness to be a gorilla. The strange beast was seen at Bu- Blue Bell Hill. This coincides with the sightings of the Blue Bell Hill beast, including that by a group of five territorial army members he was shouted and threw stones at the bigfoot-like creature as it ran away. Now the Chatham ape man, 2000s. A strange ape man was seen in a busy town of Chatham. The strange creature sighting was reported by a young girl who was out with her partner when they saw the ape man appear off to the side of them in the scrub. Then it ran off into the bushes. What was in those bushes? Shadow at night by an unknown creature, 2011. This is a strange encounter I had in the woods late at night on a solo mountain bike ride in the winter. I'm pretty sure it was back in 2011 as I was around 18 when it happened. I used to be a very keen extreme mountain biker and I would go out with a group and also solo. Now my favorite time was the night rides during the winter months, at which time we would usually have lots of fun, but not this night. To be totally honest, I've never been a real fan of the dark But after this event, I never went into the woods at night again and I still refuse to do so now. I was on my own. I was in the backwoods of Cobham on a set route that runs along the North Downs directly opposite the town of Rochester, which is the, the other side of the River Medway in Kent. Now that night I was making my way home through the woods and I was not seeing or hearing any other people at all. It was pitch black, blacker than soot, and I must have been halfway between Rochester and Snodland. Along a part of the ride, I started to get a really creepy feeling. You know when you don't know why, but you know you're being watched. You're instantly on your guard, and you feel the hairs on your body stand up. I'm already cold, and I'm covered in wet mud and water. And in the dark, I'm on my own, and quite frankly, I was crapping it and confused. So I stop for a break after doing a long climb up the hill. I make myself calm down, and I catch my breath. But I can't help but feel like I'm being watched. I can't shake the feeling. I look all around me. It's pitch black, and I don't see anyone or anything. Then I realise the quiet unsettles me a lot as I can't even hear any normal countryside noises of foxes or animals moving around. I still have to carry on riding, so I decided I want to get out of the woods now, as I'm not ashamed to say I felt scared. But I, as I kept on, I swore I could hear something moving off to the left of me, about 30 feet away in the trees, and it was shadowing me. But I didn't dare look in that direction. And I didn't want to see what or who was keeping up pace with me in those woods but as soon as I got closest to the country lanes it all stopped. I couldn't hear it following me anymore and I didn't feel on edge and the feeling of anxiety just left me. Now The Hairy Man of Cooling Kent 2011 My son and his friend were in the fields when they saw a very large hairy man running along some of our hay reels. This happened in the early hours before morning light and they were both out getting up, set up for the day. They said the man-like creature saw them and then it took off at great speed across the hay rails reels, heading into some woods. I didn't think they saw its face clearly as they mostly saw the creature as it moved off from them. They both said it was really tall. It was all hair-covered. And this thing had some sort of weird hair at the back, almost mane-like. And it span its head as if to hide its face quickly as soon as he saw it. And when he realised he was looking at him, he turned its face away so that they couldn't see him. It then took off running on two legs, moving very fast across the top of the hay reels, moving with ease and off towards the woods. This happened in Cooling Kent and it frightened the life out of both of them. We are also surrounded by the Thames marshes here and that are very vast and they go on for miles. We didn't think of Bigfoot to describe this thing until I was surfing the net. And I asked him about it and he agreed that the picture on the screen that I showed him looked like the thing he saw. And he won't go up that way anymore. The Tunbridge Bigfoot 2012 an 8 man standing eight feet tall with red burning eyes has been spotted lurking around the woods in Tunbridge Wells, said the local newspaper. Reports claim that a hairy beast with demonic eyes has been seen on the 200-acre Tunbridge Wells Common in Kent several times in the past. The article states that the last sighting took place on the edge of the woods when the beast roared, scaring off a man walking home through the woods. The witness said the ape man was covered in hair and had long arms and stood around eight feet tall. The Medway Footprints Some five winters ago I was out early walking my dog before work about quarter to six in the morning. I took her on our usual route which takes in a large field on the edge of a massive urban development and then its countryside for several miles next to a moderate-sized wood above the river Medway. It had been snowing heavily during the night and it was well below freezing. It was dark still as we came to the field we usually circuit. And I'd gotten about halfway round when I saw in the torchlight coming from my right a set of footprints in the snow that looked like bare feet. The snow was still verging apart from the usual rabbit and dog tracks. Now the footprints continued across the field from the right to the left. Now my dog was sniffing them and showing an unusual interest, and was casting about and going a little mental to be honest. The really strange bit is that the footprint started on the edge of a massive barricade of bramble. There's no sign of any pathways apart from a small fox and rabbit run. No s- snow looked to have been knocked off the top of the bramble thicket, so nothing had moved through them. And no other human footprint save mine. Now I've forwarded the very clear trail across the west of the field and I'm 6 foot 5 and I have size 13 feet. These prints looked a little bigger than mine so I'd say 13 and a half, 14 and I tried to copy the stride which was equal roughly to my own. They were broader and very deep but obviously barefoot with the toes being quite obvious. They then went down the snow-covered rubble slope that is an entrance to Baidu's wood. My dog was still acting very excitable and following the scent she found different. I took stock and I followed the trail for about 20 feet into the wood where it became impossible to find the rest of it. Now the problem I have is the size and stride of the footsteps and they're certainly within human range, tall like me but not outlandish. Why would someone try walking across the field barefooted and leave a trail leading up to those tracks. Like I said, it's an impenetrable barrier of thorns and brambles backing onto a housing estate. The trail started from the right of the copse in the middle and it skirted around it into the woods on the left. Like I said, they just sort of started on the edge with no sign of disturbance around them. The Isle of Grain Sasquatch Sighting, 2016. Hello, Deborah. I'm reporting this on behalf of a good friend and a friend of mine who lives in a remote Kent farmhouse along the Medway on the Isle of Grain. My friends lived at the property a number of years now and have experienced some strange goings on and at one point they saw what can only be described as a large Sasquatch type creature. It was on her property on a number of occasions. She described it as a tall hairy upright creature that looks like a cross between a man and an ape walking upright on two legs. There is a caravan standing on the property and this has been rocked and banged upon on a few occasions now. I asked my friend to explain what this creature looked like and when she described the height, she said the creature itself had been seen leaning over a Ford Escort van and he wasn't standing straight up but was hunched over and the roof of the van still only came up to its stomach. Now there are very few houses in the area and if you go there and have a look around, you can see how it wouldn't be difficult to get around unseen. Now this thing's been seen by our friends up fairly close and it doesn't seem to be put off by the presence of humans. We live in the area ourselves on a local farm and have seen what looked like a very large print of something laying down as if an animal had made a bed or a nest of something in the tall grass. Now, we're local to a river, some power lines, issues, train tracks and plenty of woods and forests and obviously the coast. Now, in the same area, three years later in 2019, um, a gentleman got in touch because his wife had a potential sighting on Monday, the 21st of the first 19 this year. She was out walking a dog and it was early morning and they were coming close to the railway embankment down there and she said the dog reacted to a strange figure that she saw This happened when she was on the farm in our horse's field. My wife said she saw a large figure by the bushes in front of the railway embankment. It was very large, and as she looked up, it ducked down into the bushes and disappeared. My dog saw it at the same time as my wife. The dog went nuts and ran to the spot where it had been. It's it's something she never does with people normally. Now, I've asked the witness for more details on this report. And he said he'd get back to me. So, if there's anyone who is close to the area and can visit the witness or chat with him, um, please let me know and I'll put you in touch. Or if you live in the area and you know of any of these reports or want to go out and look at the areas, I can put you in the right spot. Or if you've experienced anything strange or unusual or you just want to get in touch and become a member, just leave a comment below or contact me or the admin team at debbiehatswell at gmail.com. So, until next time, thank you very much, and I hope you all have a lovely weekend. Good night.
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.